0: Welcome to the Travel Writer Podcast, where I hope to inspire you to get out there and see the world one episode at a time. I'm your host, Megan Wright, and I'll be sharing my travel stories, tips, and advice about exploring new countries, moving abroad, solo travel, grown-up gap years, and so much more. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome to my travel podcast. My travel podcast. Like I cannot believe that I'm saying those words. I literally I never thought I'd have a podcast in a million years. I feel like I got into podcasts like maybe five years ago and then I completely lost interest. Like I started out with like the true crime ones, you know, like I think it was serial that was like super popular about five years ago. And then I just kind of like tapered off like listening to them. And now I've become obsessed with them again. But I kind of come at it from a different point of view like I try to find podcasts where I know I'm actually going to learn something and I really love the host and they're like an expert in their field so that is really what I want to bring to this podcast like I don't want this to just be some generic travel podcast where I just sit here and I like talk about my trip and I like don't teach you anything or tell you any new tips or tricks or whatnot like I don't want to just sit here and be like Yeah. So like I went to Spain and it was like really fun. Like, no, that is not, that is not me. That is not what you're going to get from this podcast. So who am I? And what are you actually going to get out of this podcast? Right. So let me just start by introducing myself. My name is Megan Wright. And the last name is important because it ties into like my name on all my socials. You might have seen my name and thought like, why is she spelling right like that? That's not how you spell that. Right. So my last name is spelled W-R-I-G-H-T, and that's kind of where I came up with the name travel writer, just like a play on my last name. And I've had that name for maybe about a year now. Before I was called Just Keep Traveling, that's so lame. Like I think that I was like, I think I was watching Finding Nemo one day when I was like home for the holidays or something. And I just said, "Mm, just keep swimming and just keep traveling. Yeah, let's just like go with it. But now I've done a rebrand. I'm taking this a lot more seriously because I actually want to turn my passion for travel into an actual career. And I would always look at these other people on Instagram, these creators that they're called now or influencers, whatever you want to call them. And I would sit there and think like, wow, how are they making a life out of those? How are they making a career out of this? And I did like a ton of research into it. And here we are now, like, I'm really serious about making this into my career because travel is my passion. And I want to share that with people and give them advice and help them like get out there and explore the world. That is one of my missions about this podcast is just encouraging you to go out and see the world because I feel like some of your biggest life lessons are going to come from traveling. So where do I come from? So this accent is very American, as you can probably tell. And I'm saying that because like you're probably like, why are you talking about your accent? So I live in London. I have lived here for the past 10 years. And that is crazy. That's crazy to think that I've lived here for 10 years. And before this, I lived in Chicago for three years. And that is crazy to think. Like in my adult life, I've actually lived in the UK for longer than I lived in the US. So I just have this like weird... Mix of like what I know and like maybe words I say and how I act like I'm very american. Don't get me wrong I'm, not gonna come on here and tell you like oh i'm british like i'm not a douchebag (laughs) Um, i'm very american. This is a very american accent. That's never gonna change But it's like it's really weird. So I graduated from college when I was 22 So that would have been in oh my gosh, that was in 2009 I graduated from college and then I moved to chicago and i lived there for 3 years and then i moved to london and i'll talk about like why i did that in a bit so you know for only 3 years of my adult life did i live in america so i kind of was figuring out how things worked you know like a 401k and health insurance and all that and then i left and i've learned all of that i've learned a brand new system like here in the uk but i feel like i'm kind of getting ahead of myself there right so let's just like back it up and let's start from the beginning so I am from the state of Ohio, which is super random. Has anyone actually been to Ohio that is listening to this podcast? Probably not. Would I recommend going there? Maybe, you know, okay. It was a great place to grow up and I loved having my family all around me. I grew up about, you know, no more than two streets away from my grandparents my entire life, which was just like incredible. And I had my cousins and I had all the kids from the neighborhoods to play with because I grew up in a really tiny village. It was about 1,000 people, and we had one stoplight and a dairy queen and a post office. (laughs) It was small town, guys, like small town America. So I guess if you ever want to travel to America and you want that real small town feel, message me and I will tell you where I'm from, and I can let you know, and you can go there, and you can really experience the real America, right? So I grew up in this small town with a single mom. Shout out to mom. Love you. She's amazing. I had no siblings. I was an only child. And I feel like, you know, I had a lot of fun growing up there like as a kid, but I just always kind of knew in the back of my head I didn't really fit in. And I would say it was my mom who actually got me really into travel and really got me out there to see the world from a young age. Because she was a young mom, she had like tons of energy and was wanting to like, get out there and explore the world. And I was going along with her and we were every year, like maybe this sounds lame to, you know, like you Europeans who can go off to all these different countries. But my mom and I, every year we would go to Myrtle beach and we would get a little apartment by the beach and we would just stay there for the week and just like enjoy ourselves. Right. And that I think is when I really started to get into travel And then one year, my mom took me on a surprise trip to Disney World. Oh my gosh, I was so pumped, guys. So I think this was the first time that I was flying. And she took us on, I think it was two flights that we had to take. And she wouldn't tell me where we were going. And we got on the first flight. And then the second one, I kind of looked up at the screen and I saw Orlando. And I went nuts. I was so excited. And we went to, I mean, we went to all the parks, right? But then we went to this one park called Epcot. And if any of you guys have been to Disney World, you're going to know that Epcot is all about the world, basically. And they have the global around the world part of Epcot where they have these like makeshift countries all set up. It's insane. Like you can go to London, like you can go to the UK, you can go to France, you can go to Germany, to Canada, and it's all set up in like this theme park kind of way. And I think that is really what sparked my interest in international travel. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get out there and see the world. And then senior year rolls around in high school. So that's when we're about like 18 years old, 17, 18 years old. And in America, we have things called like the homecoming dance or like prom. It's kind of all the same thing. And I remember one of my cousins was getting married in Baltimore that weekend. And my mom was like, oh, you know, I know it's your homecoming. So do you want to do that? Or do you want to go to Baltimore? And I was like, yeah, I want to go to Baltimore, like screw homecoming. I think that's when I really knew and maybe my mom probably also knew like, oh, okay, yeah, like she's really into her traveling. I'm not into like the typical things that people from my hometown are into. Like I want to get out there and see the world. I did not miss homecoming like one bit, guys. So that's kind of like where the travel bug set in and where I grew up. Again, not knocking where I grew up is a great place to grow up. I still have some really great, friends and great people in my life to this day who support me from there and I am so 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 grateful for that. Ohio is just like not where I want to live. I want to live somewhere else. I want to live abroad and that's why I live in London. So then flash forward to college I went to this university in Ohio called Miami and this is gonna be confusing but don't get it confused with the Miami in Florida. It has nothing to do with that. It is called Miami because it's named after the Native American tribe in Ohio. So it's called Miami University of Ohio. And they have this study abroad program there called MUDEC. And it stands for Miami University Dolabois European Center. And it is based in Luxembourg, actually. And it seems very random. But they chose that because Luxembourg, if you know, it's just a very central European country. And it's super easy to travel around Europe, like interrail around Europe when you're there. So every semester, they send about 100 kids to go take classes at the Miami University Center, which is located in Differdange, Luxembourg, and it's in a chateau that they've had for years. I think it's like 25 years here recently. They just celebrated. And before that, they actually had their program based out of Luxembourg City. So now it's based in Differdange, and that is where we took classes. There was like 100 kids there, and they bring in professors locally, but then they also fly professors over from the actual university in Ohio. So it's a really cool mix. We don't actually take classes with other Europeans. Like it's all just together. But what was really cool about it is that we stayed with host families. So I was so lucky with mine. Like some of my friends did not have the best host families, but I had the best host family ever. My host mom and then my two host siblings, they were awesome. And then it was myself and one of my other friends from the university that stayed there. So she had two students that she hosted. And I actually, this is funny, I actually saw her a week ago when I went to Luxembourg for work. So I've kept in touch with her all these years. Like it was such a cool experience. And when I went to Europe, that just kind of opened my eyes to the experience and Europe and all the possibilities that, you know, I could live somewhere else. I could go to all these places and see all these different countries and experience all this cool stuff. So, you know, then I just built upon the travel bug. So then we graduated from college and I moved to, like I said, I moved to Chicago and a lot of students from Miami actually moved to Chicago. So I really had that support system there with me. And it was just like an extension of college. Like it was so much fun. I love Chicago. I highly, highly, highly recommend that you go visit there in the States. I feel like a lot of people overlook like the middle bit. People will usually go to New York or somewhere in Florida or California, but then the kind of middle bits are forgotten. I would say Chicago, it should be one 100% at the top of your list. Do not go in the winter. You will like die from the cold. There will be blizzards, trust me. But if you go in the summer, it's just like the city is so cool. It's like unlike any other. So I moved to Chicago and it was just like having the time of my life. It was so much fun. But okay, I'm going to be honest here. So in the Midwest, the Midwest is like a part of the US where I'm from, like that's where Chicago and Ohio and all that are. In the Midwest, like people tend to settle down a little bit earlier than other places like on the East Coast or the West Coast. So I was about 26 years old. So I moved there when I was about 22, 23, and I was 26 years old, and literally all of my friends were getting engaged or getting married. And I was just like, "Mm, this is not for me. I still need a little bit of adventure in my life. So I spoke to work. So I am actually an accountant. That is my job. Like, please don't stop listening because I've said that because that is such a conversation stopper. People are like, what do you do for work? I'm like accounting. And they're like, "Mm, crickets. So I'm an accountant and I worked for one of the big four and they actually have like a program where you can go do a secondment and it's basically they send you over to one of the offices wherever you want to go in the world for a couple years to work there and just get some experience like it's just like a really cool program that they offer so you know i was 26 everyone was getting engaged i was getting a bit restless i wanted to go out and see the world still so i went to work and i said you know can i maybe do a rotation to london I knew I wanted to go to Europe somewhere. I don't speak any other languages. And I actually like really enjoyed London when I visited. And I actually forgot about this. I did an international training with work when I had graduated from college. So they sent, you had to apply for this, but they sent a group of the new hires out to Rome for a couple weeks. And we took our induction training there. And I met these three girls from London And we hit it off like we got on like a house on fire and they introduced me to all their British friends who were over from the London office as well. Well, not the London office, like all the offices in the UK. And I just remember I fit in with them so well. I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to live in the UK one day. Like, these are my people. And yeah, so I went to my boss at work and I was like, I really want to go to the London office. But, oh my God, I forgot about this. I also still had this like thing in the back of my head about Ireland. I completely forgot about this. So my friend and I actually went on a trip to the UK and to Ireland. And I did like a little office tour there so I could meet people and see like what it was like. And I mean, I ruled out Dublin pretty quickly after that because it was just too small and I felt like I was going to get bored. And I picked London and work were like, yep, you can go just you got to stay one more year. So that was like three years in Chicago. And then they sent me off on this two year secondment. It was only supposed to be two years. And then I was supposed to come back to Chicago. Weirdly, that never happened because I have been here 10 years now. But I'm going to tell you what happened to me when I was here, because this has inspired one of the big topics that I'm actually going to be discussing on this podcast, which is how to take a year off to travel and go see the world, like book a one-way ticket and just go for it. So when I first got over to London, before I went, I spoke to my friends at work who had done this before, and they said, you know, just go over there, get the visa, you stay for five years, after five years, you can get your residency. And that just means that you don't need a visa to work anymore. And then after six years, you can get your citizenship. And I'm like, yeah, cool. That sounds great. So like I have my options. If I want to come back, I can. If I want to stay, I can so <laughs> i went to london and i didn't tell work that i had this like plan in the back of my head where i might want to stay longer because you kind of get perks from when you're on secondment when as opposed to if you just quit and when and we're an employee there like you still get a flight home a year to check in with the home office and see your family and you get your taxes done my americans listening to this will know what a pain that is so you know i still like wasn't sure if i was going to stay long term so i was like okay i'll just go on the two-year secondment i will take the perks whatever One year into being in London, we were doing our visa checks, just our standard visa checks where they, you know, make sure that everything's still up to date and all that. And as the lady is handing me my visa back, she's like, "Okay, yep, this is all good. But just reminding you, like the visa that you're on, as you know, like none of this time counts towards indefinite leave to remain. And after five years, you have to leave the country. (laughs) I was like, say what? And she was like. Wait, you don't know this? And I was like, no, ma'am, I do not know this. And she was like, yeah, they changed the rules in 2011. I went over in 2012, right? They changed the rules for the visa that I was on in 2011, whereby none of it counted, like she said, for indefinite leave to remain, which is residency or citizenship. And you can stay five years on it if you want, but if you want to leave, after five years, well, you have to leave after five years, but if you want to stop the visa anytime before that, you have to take what's called a cooling off year, which means that you cannot work in the UK for an entire year. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? So I'm going to be here. At that point, I was like loving London. There was absolutely no way I was going to leave early or at the two years. I just knew that. So you know, I sucked it up and I just stayed on the visa and I didn't think about it until about year four when I knew like my cooling off year was coming up. And I was like, what am I going to do? And like work knew about this too. And they actually, this was a problem with a lot of the expats. Actually, a lot of us ended up staying on longer for about five years. And then they literally just had to send us packing after the five years. And that was kind of like a huge issue. But so it was my fourth year in London and I was like, Okay, what am I going to do? Am I just going to transfer to another office for a year and then just come back? Because like the London office was like, yeah, just do your cooling off year, come back and then we'll like you can just start over and we'll put you on the right visa and whatnot. But then I was starting talking to my friends and they're like, wait, you have to take a year out and in the uk i bet in like a lot of countries in europe it's very normal for people to do what's called a gap year when they graduate from college so it's in between college and starting their job they do what's called a gap year and they just go traveling for the entire year before they have to start real life right before they have to start their job and a lot of my friends were like just go traveling for a year do a gap year like you never did one when you were in america why don't you just do that and i was like That is a really good idea. So I took the entire year before that to save up and plan. And at the end of the year, when I had to leave, I booked a one-way ticket to Southeast Asia and I just traveled for an entire year. And it was the best decision I have ever made in my entire life. And this is going to be one of the main topics that I discuss on this podcast is sharing all the advice that I learned from that year off. And I am going to encourage you to do the same. I know mine was a bit forced, but looking forward, I'm gonna do it 100%. I'm gonna do this again in a heartbeat. Like this year off was one of the most incredible years of my entire life. And I'm going to talk to you about like how I planned it, how I saved up enough money, how I planned what I was going to do when I got there, how I made friends. And I went solo, guys. So I think maybe a lot of people have this dream, but they're scared because they've never done solo travel before and they just don't know what to expect. And maybe like you have people in your ear saying, oh, no, this is so irresponsible. Don't do this. This is dangerous or whatnot. No, I'm going to talk you through all this. I'm going to walk you through step by step exactly how I did this myself because I want you to get out and do the same thing because trust me, this is going to be one of the best things that you do in your entire life. So the other topic that I want to cover is, it might be kind of obvious, but it is how I moved to London and what it's like being an expat here and if you want to do the same exactly how you can do it and just sharing all my tips and my advice, I feel like, A lot of this is just common sense to me now because I've been here so long, but it's really not like I've been here 10 years. I look back over the past 10 years, there is so much that I've had to learn. And I feel like I take a lot of it for granted because I have been here so long, but this is stuff that people really wanna know. So I could talk for days about things like, how to get a visa, which visas are there, which one do you need, which ones you want to avoid, like lesson learned personally there. How do you find a flat in London? How do you open a bank account? What are the jobs that you can find that will give you the best chance of sponsorship? All of that I really want to cover in this podcast. And the other topic that I want to cover, I feel like it's probably pretty self-explanatory, but it's about all of my trips that I take and sharing. What I've learned, where I went, what the experience was like with you guys. Like I said at the beginning, I'm not going to get on here and be like, yeah, Spain was really hot and it was like a good beach. Like, no, I'm going to get a little bit more detailed than that. I'll tell you where I went, where I went to eat, like what are the cool foods that are local to the place that you're going that you need to try? What are some really good tours maybe that I went on? What are the top sites that you need to see? But I'll also like give you some really insider hints and tips from what I learned. The other topic that I will probably cover sometimes is going to be how I am turning this travel passion of mine into a career. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, I am an accountant. And while I appreciate having this very steady job, It's obviously not the most fun career in the entire world, right? So I want to turn my passion for travel into an actual career, and I wanna take you on the journey with me. So I set up my Instagram back in 2017. That was when I took that year off, that forced year off, but ended up being the best year of my life. And I kind of just did it on the side for fun. And I told my friends, if I get one free thing out of this, it will be worth it. And like, that is not the attitude that you need when you're actually wanting to turn this into a career. So obviously when I first started out doing this, it was just kind of like for fun. But then as I kept seeing this kind of creator influencer world turn into a bigger and bigger deal, like guys, it is a billion dollar industry right now. Companies literally set aside a marketing budget to just focus on influencer marketing. And then another part of this is content creation. So like if your account isn't that big, but you still make really cool videos and you're really good at making the reels on Instagram or the TikTok videos, you can do what's called content creation. So you can create these videos or this content for the brands to use on their pages. So that's kind of like what I'm gonna lean into when I first start. But then I also have a travel blog that I'm trying to get up and running and I have this travel podcast, obviously. So I'm just gonna take you along on the ride and teach you. Everything that I learn along the way because since I started my Instagram in 2017, I've kind of just been watching and learning and researching tons from other creators. And I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I could share with you guys that could be really helpful. So thank you so much for listening to my very first podcast and just coming along on this journey with me. I hope now you know a little bit more about me and like what you can expect from this podcast. And I'm going to be releasing a few new episodes soon. So just be on the lookout for that. And I hope you'll just keep listening and tuning in. Thanks, guys.